Hey guys, it's Michelle, Leah, and Brandy, and this is Spooky Shit and Tales from the Beyond. So this week is our 20th episode extravaganza episode. It's set episode twice. From now on, we're going to try and, like, say what we're going to be talking about in the beginning, so then you can skip Leah and Brandy and just get straight to me, mostly. <laughs> um, so, Leah, we'll be talking first. What are you going to talk about? So, I'm going to be talking, um, we're at, the theme for the episode is going to be oh, yes. kind of, like, all things in the woods and the forest, and since it is our 20th episode of Extravaganza, or as Michelle <laughs> said earlier, our 20th anniversary... <laughs> Yeah, um, Behind I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be having a redemption episode from episode one. If you guys had listened to that, and if you did, I'm sorry. I <laughs> tried talking about stairs in the wood, which is like this phenomenon I'll get into shortly. Um, but I wanted to redeem myself because that first episode was three minutes long. And she kept saying, if you just look on YouTube. Yeah, like, I pretty much I pretty much just sounded like I was sponsored by YouTube or Reddit. But I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to give it a another shot. And hopefully it's a little better. I mean. And, yeah, what are you going to be talking about, you guys? That's a really long intro to a table of contents, wasn't it? <laughs> we want it. We want it's a little long. It's a pretext. The fine lines. All right. So, I'm going to be talking about the Akigohara Hera, the suicide force in Japan. Okay. And then I'm going to talk about Slenderman. Ooh, Spitherman. All right. <laughs> Slenderman. Leah, do you, do you want to take you off? Yes, let's take it off. Okay. <laughs> Let's rock and roll. Let's not say that. (laughs) All right, guys. So I'm going to be talking about the internet urban legend that all started on a Reddit thread. So in August in 2013, somebody posted on No Sleep, which if you guys know anything about No Sleep, it is pretty much where people post fictional stories, fictional horror stories. Uh, I don't know, though, why, but this story that I'm going to get into, a lot of people believe that it was real, which it's doubtable. It's questionable. I'll let you kind of decide that first. Blit. Blit. <laughs> I know. I, I melted something there. <laughs> All right. So, like I said, in August 2013, somebody posted a titled thread saying, I'm a search and rescue officer for the U.S. Forest Service, and I have some stories to tell. And I'm just going to give a copyright warning. This just is not my source, story. Source material. Yeah. Basically. This it's is not, not my co- story. I don't think that they copyrighted yeah. this either. Okay. Well... It's from Reddit. This isn't my story. So it says, this is one of the um, bullet points they had. He had listed out like four or five stories, but this is the one where he talks about the stairs in the wood. So this is the last one I'll tell, and it's probably the weirdest story I have. Now I don't know if it's true in every SAR unit, that's search and rescue, but in mine, it's sort of an unspoken regular thing we run into. You can try asking about it with any other SAR officers, but even if they know what you're talking about, they probably won't say anything about it. We've been told not to talk about it by our superiors, and at this point, we've all gotten so used to it that it doesn't even seem weird anymore. On just about every case where we're really far into the wilderness, I'm talking 30 or 40 miles, at some point, we'll find a staircase in the middle of the woods. It's almost like if you took the stairs in your house, cut them out, and put them in the forest. Yeah. Right? I asked about it the first time I saw some, and the other officer just told me not to worry about it, that it was normal. He said, what stairs? What stairs? I don't see them. Everyone I asked said the same thing. I wanted to go check them out, but I was told very empathetically that I should never go anywhere near them. I just sort of ignore them now when I run into them because it happens so frequently. And so after reading this, a lot of people were commenting on the same Reddit thread, uh, similar stories that they were they could be like hiking 10 plus miles in and they would just see 
stairs in the woods. Um, oh, no. But also, we have to remember that this was on No Sleep, and that's known to be a fictional thread. It could have just been fucking around. Yeah, it could have been just other people wanting to do some storytelling. And so, other things that I read about it said that once you approach the stairs, you feel a dark energy. You start to get really paranoid and kind of worried for your well-being. And you lose all time. Like, there are stories of SAR officers who have actually approached the stairs and kind of walked on them. And they'll they'll reconnect to their group, what they think is minutes later, but apparently they were looking for them for hours. Like, that's a common thing that supposedly happens. You lose track of time. What happens to them when they go on the stairs? Do they just, like, stand there? Or do they well, like, see something? So to them, it feels like minutes. So you're just walking the stairs looking around. And oh. also to mention, um, when you're on the stairs, you start to feel like a really really deep sense of inner dread and you lose all sound like everything becomes very quiet last time you yeah. said all the sound comes to a point yeah okay so <laughs> i wanted to rephrase it yeah if you guys if you guys listen to episode one i did a don't. really yeah don't listen <laughs> it was it was pretty terrible but i read stories that even even like their breathing they don't hear their breathing anymore it's just quiet i mean you're in the woods you should be hearing birds chirping Twig snapping, well, hopefully not twig snapping. Yeah. <laughs> Slenderman. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. And something also that's kind of strange is a lot of the stairs that people find in the woods that are deep, deep in, they're perfectly preserved, which kind of counterdicts the fact that if... <laughs> counterdicts? You didn't really emphasize... You didn't emphasize <laughs> that's that, not a word. You didn't emphasize that T at all. <laughs> counterdicks. There, that sounds slightly better. You said contradicts. contradicts. That's not even the right word. Oh, I didn't realize. <laughs> I was trying to say it, but I'm laughing too. I didn't ask either. <laughs> okay, counterdicts. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> I don't even know that was loud. I'm keeping oh that in, so I, you don't even try to okay. correct yourself. All right, well, I'm going to correct myself now. So, uh, <laughs> I didn't well, notice either. That was so, I was like, no, it's counter, counterdicts. Counterdicts. I was like, that's counterdicts. What is the that only word I actually know how to say? I know. Okay, so there are a couple theories on how people believe that the stairs came into the woods. The first theory is obviously that they were left over from previous buildings, but most photo evidence suggests that there are no other... Like, they're perfectly preserved first off, which if there was anything else, why wouldn't they be... Oh my god, I'm fucking this up, bro. Redemption round? Yeah, right. Okay, um, so most photo evidence that we have are within 10 miles of the woods, and if you were to believe that there was a house there and the woods are from the house, why is there no, like, structures? Like, if there was a rotted away cabin, wouldn't there be some wood there? Like, even if there was a fire, you would see some, like, marks on the stairs, but most of them are perfectly preserved, so it's pretty suspect. The second theory is that the stairs were made for cult rituals, perhaps part of initiation or a sacrifice and to back this one up there is actually no evidence on it at all but people are just throwing ideas at this point okay sounds legit i mean because if you think about it like that seems like it could be something very culty anything people find that's creepy they're like is this a cult yeah (laughs) yeah imagine just to scare people is it and then my last theory is something that has to do with the paranormal or aliens of course um, people think that maybe the stairs are a portal to another world. Some claiming that it even is pretty much the gates to hell. Uh, which doesn't make sense because if it was to hell, wouldn't the stairs be going downwards? Wouldn't it be a gate and not stairs? Yes, exactly. You know, why do we do we assume that hell is below or are we told that? 
Is that just something that everyone just imagines? I think both. I think we're told and then we just assume. I was like, is it an official thing or did we just decide like, hell, it's down? Because where is it down? Is it in the middle of the planet or it's just down? It's in the center of the earth and the core. Really? The mantle. The mantle. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Um, oh. I'm like, really? So this, <laughs> the Bible says it's in the mantle. <laughs> so this theory that has to do with anything kind of paranormal or alien-y, it explains to the time slippage that people feel once they walk on the stairs. Oh, that is a common alien thing, huh? Yeah, people lose track of time mm-hmm. and time feels like it's going by faster than, I forgot about faster that. than it is. Or slower than it is. And um, this also can explain why stairs are usually seen only by search and rescue officers who are literally out looking for missing people. So maybe those people were got lost on the stairs or they were transported to another dimension by the stairs. So I found that really interesting that most people who find stairs in the wood at search and rescue and they're looking for a missing person. Mm-hmm. What if they got transported to another dimension? I don't know. I don't know. That's wild. Or they're standing on top admiring the view, not realizing yeah, exactly. it's fucking days. <laughs> but, so I tried digging a little more and seeing if anybody had like YouTube videos or actual video evidence i'm talking video evidence not just photos because there's definitely a bunch of photos on it yeah, I've seen the photos. and i can't find a single video there's been a bunch of people trying to find stairs in the wood hiking miles in and unable to find it so i kind of think think it's just a big hoax but definitely fascinating to see the pictures and if you kind of like you know like focus in on it, it is an interesting concept um, choose to believe if yeah if you choose to believe <laughs> but i'm gonna officially say that myth is busted like these nuts and that's my story. I mean, it was a short one. There wasn't too much on it. I, I didn't want to just read a bunch of Reddit posts because I, I don't want this podcast episode to get like reported if anyone had a copyright. So, yeah, um, Michelle, go ahead. Let's let's get foresty. Let's take it off. Let's take it off. So Keep it rocking. I wrote down pronunciation for some of my words. I'm so <laughs> glad. But I should do that. Yes, it's actually very nice. Uh, I might still fuck it up, so I don't know if we have listeners in Japan, but if we do and I fucked it up, tell me because I'm so desperate for human contact. So. Alright, it looks like it's your therapy session this week. Oh, ouch. This week I'm going to be talking about Akigohara, a forest in Japan also known as the Sea of Trees, but you've probably heard of it by the name Suicide Forest. Whoa. Bum bum bum. Fun fact that I didn't know, it's on the side of Mount Fuji, and the ground is mostly volcanic rock from the last time Mount Fuji erupted, like hundreds of, maybe fucking thousands of years, a minute ago. Uh, That's cool, I didn't know that. I know, I didn't know that a forest can grow on volcanic rock, so I was like, okay. Uh, Not so fun fact, Japan has one of the highest suicide rates in the world. Aww. Since my story is suicide heavy, I thought I'd include, oh, also, trigger warning for suicide. (laughs) Uh, I thought I'd include some National Suicide Prevention Hotline information. So the phone number is 1-800-273-8255. I was also looking at numbers you can text because not everyone's not talking on the phone. And hopefully this is a legit number and not some fake thing I found online. But it says that you could text HOME to 741-741 if you live in the U.S. or Canada. I think this information is only relevant in the U.S. So if needed, look up. Sorry, Other our international countries. listeners. I know we have a we have a listener in Germany, Singapore, and Belgium now. Wow, we're mm-hmm. expanding. Thank you, thank Thanks, you. Listeners. So there's not an exact statistic on how many people have died here, as the forest itself is 13 and a half square miles, and there's so many trees and other lush plants that could be hard to find bodies. But there are some estimates that it could be a suicide destination for upwards of 100 people a year. 
Officials no longer publicly announce the number of bodies they find because they're trying to get rid of that association of suicide to their boys. So, in an effort to help, suicide counselors now have signs at the entrance and around the force urging people to instead seek help and to think of their families. There are several security cameras at the entrance to, like, keep an eye on people going in. Mm -hmm. And over the last 50 years, there are annual body searches for by police, volunteers, and journalists to find anyone who may have passed away in the forest. Wait, for the yeah. last 50 years they've been doing that? Yeah, since the 1970s, every year, a bunch of people go and search for bodies. So, how long do you think it's been a thing for people to kill themselves in these forests? I'm actually going to talk about that in the next paragraph. Okay. So, are you go again? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get too eager. So... I read that a lot of people believe this spot became so popular for taking your own life after a book in the 1960s came out that, like, featured a couple killing themselves and, like, maybe kind of romanticized it a little bit. Probably. Um, but it's actually been used as a suicide spot for much longer. It may have even been used as early as the 19th century, so the 1800s wow. or before. And as well as suicide, people believe that it was also used for sinicide, sinicide, I don't know how to pronounce it. Which is basically taking an elderly person out to the forest and leaving them to die rather than take care of them. That is so terrible. Yep. (laughs) It's not good. Uh, There was a big increase in the deaths there after the 2008 financial crisis. Then and now, most of the bodies found are males between 40 and 50, around that. And they're reported to increase in numbers um, during March, which is the end of the fiscal year in Japan. Most of the deaths are caused by hanging... And then the second one is drug overdose. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. So if you walk along the trails, it's actually, like, really pretty. And there's a couple of caves that are popular tourist spots. So people who go here, it's not just for suicide. Like, it is popular for tourists. Like, I want to go there whenever I go to Japan. Yeah. It's really dope. I've seen pictures of it. It looks really beautiful. It's really pretty. Just beyond the trails is, like, where people go. So if you go, stay on the trails. Uh, they walk off the path. Yes. Um, if you start to wander the forest beyond, sometimes you can happen upon people's belongings scattered around, or if you're really unlucky, a body. Sometimes the belonging and bodies aren't recovered for years after the person took their own life. Oh my god. There's a lot of fucking plants there. It's yeah. actually crazy. It's very, it's very lush. <laughs> it is. It's really pretty, but It'd I... It'd definitely be hard to find a body. Yeah, in 13 and a half miles, too. Wow. Not everyone who goes to the suicide forest dies, though, thankfully. Some end up changing their mind or are helped before it's too late. In 2010, for example, police reports say that 247 people attempted suicide in the forest, but of those, only 45, 54, whoops, of them actually succeeded. I read about this one man named Hideo Watanbe. Uh, he owns the he. I know. He owns a cafe that faces the forest, and he estimates that he has saved around 160 people in the past 30 years. He stops them. Yeah, he says that you can usually tell when somebody's, like, intentions yeah. are to take their own life because people go, like, in groups and they're, like, having fun and look like tourists and then people will just, like, walk in alone with, like, no belongings and shit. Yeah, and they'll look, they'll look like they know directly where they're going, probably. Yeah. Like, right off the path. Yeah, so if he That's sees awesome. them, he'll go out and try to talk to them. Wow. And in the article I was reading, um, they told this story about one time he saw a woman walk by his store and he could tell that she just tried to kill herself because reportedly she still had parts of the rope around her neck <gasps> and her eyes looked like they were like bulging. Oh my god. So he took her inside and made her some tea before calling an ambulance. He's just a nice guy for like mentioning that story. I like that story. Yeah. So it's so thick inside the forest that while going thick. while going to go deeper. <laughs> Deep in that thick. Let me read the rest of the sentence. <laughs> 
It's so thick inside the forest that while going deeper into it, some people will use colorful tape on strings to find their way back to where they came from. And there are stories of people retracing their steps and finding that their string has been cut like somebody wanted them to get lost. Oh my god. It's super creepy. Whoa. You also reportedly can't hear anything from inside of it because it's so dense Mm -hmm. and no sound escapes. But despite this, there have been stories of people wandering around and hearing screaming coming from, like, the middle of nowhere. Oh. One person, I read a story. It was mentioned in two articles. I don't know which one's true, but they said this person heard, like, a, they described it as a blood-curdling scream. And they went and they found, like, a dead body of somebody who had just killed themselves. But then, like, the same story was mentioned in a different article saying that they heard the scream, they went to investigate, and the body looked like it had been there for years. Ooh. Both are creepy, because... Yeah, it's a body. Tell, <laughs> that's creepy, though. The one where if, if, if it's it from years, years ago. Exactly. Hmm. Some people believe that the forest is haunted by yurei, which are ghosts of the dead in Japanese mythology. Here's a quote describing them. I was going to write in my own words, and I was like, I'm not just fucking quoting. Mm-hmm. In the Japanese popular belief, if a person dies in a deep sense of hatred, anger, sadness, or desire for revenge, their soul can't leave this world and continues to wander, appearing to people affected by the spell or those who cross his path. Specifically, monks think that these vengeful spirits are the ones calling and luring people who are suicidal to the forest, so they'll kill themselves just like the ghosts did. And I guess, like, monks, like, set up, like, altars and stuff there and, like, pray for the forest mm-hmm. all the time. Unlike how ghosts are viewed in Western media, Yuri aren't looking for anything to help them find peace. Rather than, rather, they just want their curse to end. Some people who don't believe in the Yuri theory will blame demons. I didn't know I like, much more I about like the, the Yuri more. Yeah. Same. Or Yuri. Yuri. My bad. Um, according to legend, when a body is found in the forest, it is placed in a room before being picked up by authorities. While in this room alone, the Yure moves around and screams. Oh my god. Which really freaked me out when I read that. Japanese folklore. Oh, I know. Scary. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, of course, there have been ghost sightings here, with people claiming to see a white figures... A white figures... White figures floating between the trees. There's actually a creepy clip from Destination Truth from Sci-Fi. I've never seen this show. Could be super fake. But um, I am going to show you guys anyway because it looks like an apparition in the forest is like walking away. I already got pulled up. Let's go. Wrong window. Off to a great start. Going to have to edit all this out. Here we go. Let me see. Mm, I don't know. The way this guy's talking makes me think it's fake. He's like... You see? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's creepy. That's definitely bottom. And it disappears. Looks like, looks like the clothes are wearing just falls to the ground. Yeah. It's super fucking creepy. So, yeah. A lot of people think that there's ghosts there because of that. I mean, if you have an area where what they estimate, like, 100 people die every single year in 13 by 13 miles. Like, that would be some ghosties. Yeah, if you, <laughs> if you believe in anything paranormal, you have to believe that there's a, a little bit of something going on at least. Like, at least one or two ghosts, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I think there's a few. Oh, for yeah. sure. I feel like, I mean, I don't know if that clip's real because I'm skeptical of anything from the sci-fi channel, but there's gotta be. Well, I think there can be ghosts, too, that... You can't capture on camera, of course. That's why there's, I mean, there's a, so few videos capturing, like, quote, real ghosts on camera. But I definitely think there could be 
spirits at least that like energies yeah energies and also <laughs> that's like, not a very hippie hint yeah <laughs> some vibes good yeah. vibes you just feel like the bad vibes yeah you just pull out your crystals and then they go away and then, yep mm-hmm. then you're saved um but yep i will take a screenshot of this video hopefully and post it to instagram if i remember i'm not writing down what i'm gonna post to instagram i just like to wing it okay so if i don't post it I'll try to remind you. what happened. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That's it for my story, though. I know it's a short one. I thought I was going to be able to find a lot, but it was everyone's just like, everyone thinks it's the URA. And I was like, okay. And I Googled. Did you talk about the movie? I didn't see a movie. There's a movie? Oh, the movie The Haunted? No. No, no, The Forest. The Forest. Why did The Forest say The Haunted? Bro, that movie is really good. You guys should check it out. Is it Natalie Natalie Dormer's in it, yeah? I don't know. She's really pretty. Yeah, this from Game of Thrones. Better party. She's hot. Game of Thrones? She's, in she's Game Marjorie of Thrones? Tyrell. Oh, okay. She is, um, she's really good. Question. <laughs> yes. Is there any reports of, like, people feeling that they arrived to the suicide forest um, just to, like, go see and walk around harmless intentions? Is there any reports of people feeling more of a need to, like, harm themselves or kill themselves? From, like, not an energy it. pulling them in, or is that not a thing? Not that I've read, at least, but I didn't find a lot of stories from people who actually went in the forest. It was mostly just, like, the shopkeeper, or mm-hmm. it was, like, journalists who went there and were, like, writing about it. Do you think it. there's a lot of tourists that still go there, like, daily? Or do you think yes. it, it has such a big stigma that people don't go? No, people go. I don't know how much people, like, in Japan go, but I even read, like, people go on field trips, because they have, like, really pretty caves there and stuff. They have an ice cave that's, oh. like, fucking dope, and they have something called, like, a wind cave. Um, Which I didn't, I don't know what that means. Isn't, I mean, from what I heard a few years ago at least, isn't the suicide forest the place with the highest suicide rate? It's, I believe it's second after the Golden Gate Bridge. Oh, I thought it was before. Okay. So it's kind of like similar to the Golden Gate Bridge, like tourists will still visit. Yeah. See, I'm showing them pictures of the caves right now. They have like a sick looking ice cave and stuff. So people still definitely go there for tourism. And like the, I don't know who's in charge of it, but like, Japan's basically like really trying to downplay the role it's had in so many people's death and advertise it for scenery because it's yeah. really a pretty forest, but it just happens to be a very popular place to go. Yeah, yourself. even even now I was referring it to the suicide. I was referring it to it, um, it as the suicide forest. So. Yeah, yeah. Guess, guess what? It's on Netflix. Nice. Oh, I should watch it. Okay, well, there's a movie on Netflix called. The forest. The forest. I called it the haunting earlier, some shit. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll read the synopsis. Okay, go. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Some shit. Synopsis. Um, when her twin sister disappears in Japan, a young American named Sarah becomes determined to find out what happened to her. Sarah's investigation leads her to legendary. Uh, how do you say? It? Oh, Akigara? Let, me go back to, wait, let me go back to my pronunciation. Akigohara. Uh-huh. <laughs> located at the base of Mount Fuji, accompanied by expatriate. I think this one. A patriot. Expatriate. I don't even know that word. Wait, I've never seen that word. Expatriate. Ex. Exfoliate. Exfoliate. I've never some, seen... by some dude named Aiden. Yeah, by some dude <laughs> named Aiden. <laughs> she enters the mysterious wilderness after being war- warned to stay on the path. Wait, is this going to spoil the entire movie, Brandy? No. Okay. I'm just making sure you're not reading, like, a summary. (laughs) Her investigation plunges into her dark world, into a dark world, where the angry and tormented souls of the dead prey on those who dare explore the forest. Yeah, I want to watch it. 
It's really good. I didn't realize it was on Netflix, otherwise I would have watched it before this. It had me fucked up, bro. It's a good movie. Okay, I'll watch it. It also looks like even if you did go off the path for a minute and you didn't tie a string to yourself, let alone have it be snipped, uh, it looks like it could be really, really easy to get lost in these, this forest. When I call this forest dense, I mean dense. It's a thick boy. <laughs> like Michelle said, you can't. Eat, supposedly, you can't even hear some of the surroundings around you. It's that dense. Yeah, I heard you like can't even hear, hear um, like birds chirping or anything. Kind of like the stairs in the woods. Then whenever you said that, I was thinking of my story. I was like, oh, interesting. <laughs> All the sound comes to a point. All the sound. <laughs> but you've probably also heard of the suicide forest. If anyone's heard of. That one dude, Logan Paul, Paul, uh, he went and filmed a dead body there and got a lot of backlash because what kind of fucking douchebag films a dead body and posts on YouTube for money? Him. Um, We won't talk about that. But yeah. Some psycho-ass white dude. That's true. That's the end of mine. So here you go, Brandy. Take over. Hopefully it's long. Me and Leah's were kind of short. Sure. Take it off. Take it off. Take you off. Take you off. So I'm gonna take you off. All right. <laughs> Blast off. Can I be taken off too? No. <laughs> you cannot. All right. Anyways, I'm gonna talk about the Slender Man. <laughs> Slender Man. The Slender Man. The Slender Man is a think. <laughs> oh, great start. Yeah, we're keeping this all. <laughs> we need that time. <laughs> the Slender Man is a fictional supernatural character that originated as a creepypasta internet meme created by Something Awful Forums user Eric Nudson in 2009. We need to do a creepypasta episode too eventually. Creepypasta is another form of Reddit, right? Uh, I think it was a thing before even Reddit. It's just like online urban legends, basically. Okay. Um, Did you guys hear scream? Yeah, I did. Every time I hear screams, I'm like, is it for fun or is it for kidnap? That sounded... That's scary what? to think about. Well, because, you know, you always hear screams and you don't do anything about it. And then what this if something's is... actually happening? Well, goddamn, should we go outside real quick? I feel like it's too late now, Brandy. He's already gone. The bystander effect, everyone. God, y'all. Uh, if you guys ever see anything bad happening, don't assume someone else is going to do something about it. That's yeah. called the bystander effect. There's studies that prove that nobody Oh, dude, like, with the, the car accident in front of my house, a lot of people did that. Really? Yeah, they were like, call the police, call the police. And then I was like, mom, call the police. She's like, no, someone else. No, you have them. to do it. Because what if no one else is? That happened. But none of us took our phones, so. Oh, okay. There's a young woman in, like, New York or something. She was a lesbian. That's the main thing I remember from the story. But she got stabbed and she was calling for help. Are you talking about the girl Kitty? Kitty, in, like, yeah. years ago? Like, 30s or something? In front of the apartment complex? Yep, and everyone assumed someone else was going to call. The guy like... actually came back and stabbed her more. Yeah. And all of her neighbors he assumed someone else would help. They got turning on the lights and looking out the window. Fuck. Oh, yeah, that's where the thing is. That's, that's the bystander effect. His... Wait, history? <laughs> Life lesson. Call the cops if you need to. If you see a girl being stabbed, I'm like, my neighbor's got this. He's <laughs> probably thinking fucked. the same thing. It's really fucked up. And I'm pretty sure she's a lesbian. Because I remember being like, oh, a lesbian in the 30s. And um, she died. Michelle, her name's Kitty. I know. Her name is Kitty. Oh, is that a lesbian thing? Hey, no, I don't know. it's Pride Month. Hey, shout out to Kitty. Kitty I'm Kitty. sorry that happened to you. We're going to be doing a Pride episode soon, by the way, and we're also going to include, like, a Black Lives Matter thing in that episode, too. We just, um, we're already all into these stories before we decided we were going to do that. We didn't think about it. So stay tuned, folks. 
All right, back to Slenderman. I know, really trying to make this episode longer. <laughs> <laughs> he is depicted as a thin, unnaturally tall humanoid with a featureless head and face. Skinny and, queen. And wearing a black suit. It's also said like just he just has really long arms, almost like tentacle like. <gasps> Are they like, touching the ground? I'm not him dragging. <laughs> I don't actually. Know they're like they're really like as long as his legs, which are really really long too. Ew-y. He's just like really tall. Mm-hmm. He was created by Eric Knudsen for a Photoshop contest and supplemented his submission submission with snatches of text. So he pretty much like kind of like almost this like storyline. Mm-hmm. And one of the quotes stated, We didn't want to go. We didn't want to kill them. But it's persistent silence and outstretched arms, horrified and confront... Not confront. Comfort us. Comfort... Comforted? Comforted. Uh-huh. Us at the same time. So he like, gave some good hugs with those long arms. <laughs> <laughs> really comforting. But it's also scary. Yes. And then it just says, 1983, photographer unknown, presumed dead. Oh, uh, no... In- it's so from just, 1983? No, I mean, like, he just added those. Oh, he added those captions. I <laughs> yeah. was like, wait, didn't you just say? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Pretend it's real. And then he added this other quote to, like, a different picture. Um, one of the two recovered photographs from the Sterling City Library blaze. Notable for being taken that the day which 14 children vanished and for what is referred to as the Slenderman. Deformities cited as film defects by officials. Fire at the library occurred one week later. Actual photograph confiscated as evidence. 1996. Photographer Mary Thomas. Missing since June 13, 1986. So that was like this another... This creative too. Yeah, I, I keep like, thinking yeah. this is a real story. And That's I'm like, same. wait. <laughs> you just made this up. Um, so his intention for his creation was to formulate something whose motivations can barely be comprehended and which causes unease and terror in a general population. It does. If you look at pictures of him, for that is real. what you feel. <laughs> Even without the pictures, just the general description of him and like his long tentacle arms and like long creepy body long tentacle arms sounds Hey, but he's dressed nice. Okay. <laughs> he's just got that swag. Not, not everybody can pull off a suit. Okay. He can. I probably could. Okay. Okay, I just mean Slenderman. <laughs> just <Scary>. mean Slenderman. <laughs> Inspirations came from Zach Parsons' The Insidious Beast and Stephen King's The Mist. Oh. oh. Good old <laughs> I read King. that. <laughs> the Slenderman is often associated with the forest and or abandoned locations and has the ability to teleport. I did not know that. I didn't know he could teleport. I mean, it makes sense. You don't Jealous. see him walking on the side of the road or in a car. Like, hitchhiking around. <laughs> just driving around. Like, scrunch over because he's and so like a tall. Prius. He's, he's econo- or economy? He's eco-friendly. He's I'm dead. I'll cut out my joke. <laughs> Proximity to the Slenderman is often said to trigger a slender sickness. Which is a rapid onset of paranoia, nightmares, and delusions accompanied by nosebleeds. Ew. So is Uh, this like when you're within feet of him, or could it be like miles, you think? Everyone in San Diego, he's in the middle, just starts getting nosebleeds. (laughs) How close? Is it like when he's starting to approach you, you think? Yeah. Okay, so... I'm sure it has to be close, because... Well, I guess it's in a forest. It's not in a city. Can you imagine just hearing stuff? I mean, mental illness... People do. 
Wait, can I ask you? <laughs> no, I mean, like, being in the four. Okay. Okay, all jokes aside, Michelle. I'm talking about just Slenderman. Like, imagine being in the forest and hearing all the things associated with Slenderman and, like, getting the nosebleed. Do you guys remember the Slenderman game? Like, the the click? It's like a, a game that was circulating, like, a decade ago. Yeah, I oh, do you get to? Bring that up. Of course you do, and Leah cut you off. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I have good questions, okay? Early stories. So these were more, like, fans just added on to it. Like, oh, with their own creepy the shit. Um, early stories featured him... Targeting children or young adults. Wow, did I not finish that? The end. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it's yeah, just little kids and young adults. Okay. Um, Some featured young adults driven insane or to act out, act on his behalf, while others did not. And others claim that investigating the Slenderman will draw his attention. Mm -hmm. If you if you try to go search for him, probably. He's probably come out. <laughs> okay, so I mean that works if you're searching. He's like, "What's up, bitches?" So you call. I wouldn't recommend you do this, but I'm gonna tell you guys how to summon the Slender Man. Uh-huh. Step one: it says wait for nighttime because it works better at night. Darn, I'm already out. <laughs> <laughs> Step two: go into the woods and carve a circle into a tree and put an X through it. It's gonna be a big fuck now. <laughs> Even just being like in the woods at night, I'm okay. No. And then you gotta press your face gently against the tree and close your eyes. It's probably like hella dumb if someone walks by and you're just like <laughs> making you just out have the tree. Your, you just have your face. Literally, that's what I'm thinking. Um, step three, chant, Slenderman, Slenderman, all the children try to run. Slenderman, Slenderman, to him it's part of the fun. Slenderman, Slenderman, dressed in a dark suit and tie. Slenderman, Slenderman, you most certainly will die. Damn, bro. Some people go to the suicide forest to end it. Some people go to a random forest and chant out Slenderman to end it. You pick your poison, I guess. Yeah. But don't pick your poison. Call I was the like, lines. don't do either. Call the health lines for some. <laughs> Step four, turn around. Oh, he's supposed to be there? Uh, <laughs> you, think you, feel uh, like his, you think you feel his tentacles dangling down? Like on your like, yes, tentacles. Oh. That makes it sound stupid They're to just me. just long arms, okay? Leah thinks that's creepier. No. I'm just imagining a dumb little wiggle no. arms. Okay, but I've seen pictures of Slenderman where he has the arms and he has a, a couple set of arms behind yeah, him. Those are like the fan They're ones. They're his tentacles. I guess. Correct me if <laughs> I'm wrong. Googling. His spider arms. Yeah. Ew. Yeah, see, look, that one. It looks like the character from That's Spirited weirdly Away. less creepy to me. That's creepy. Ew. That freaks me out. I would not want to see that in the forest. It looks like he has claws. Does he have claws? Or is that just this person's rendition? Just a rendition. Okay. All right. I'll let you continue. Oh, uh, so I just said the Slenderman was actually popping. Oh. Was, it went pretty viral back in the day. I, I remember hearing about it a lot. Yeah. Um, they even came up with a video game. I remember that. <laughs> in 2012, it was called Slenderman, Slender, the Eight Pages. And then a sequel the next year, Slender, the Rival. Okay. Do you know I tried playing that, and it shows you, like, in the forest, and I got so scared that I exited. Because you hear, they they try to simulate like you're in the forest, and then I heard a twig snap, and I was so scared that I just turned off the computer. No, it actually is scary. I remember we should try it, it after this. Really? Yeah. Really? Really? You're not down. <laughs> Actually, it was pretty popular. Like, even my cousin dressed up as him for one Halloween. Fuck. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I like, not like to see that. Like a morph suit? Yeah, he had a white morph suit on and then a uh, suit. Oh, my God. It, yeah, it, he, our... Oh, it was scary. 
I was gonna say, do you guys remember on Halloween people used to just put morph suits and like this is my costume? And, yeah. What are you? They still do a that. A morph. A morph. He's morphing. A shape. <laughs> this is my costume. Lumpy. I'll be a potato. I'm a busted can of biscuits. <laughs> also in 2013, they had a feature film called Marble Hornets. But marble or- ornaments? Hornets. What's that? Hornets. No hornets. Hornets. <laughs> I've never heard of it. Ornaments? It's just a movie like they made with like about Slenderman. Yeah. Can I ask why it's called Marble? Did he like copyright Slenderman and that's why? Ornaments. You guys keep saying. Okay. Does it really sound like I'm saying? No, ornaments? it's just got Christmas on the mind. <laughs> okay. Why is it called that though? Do you, is there? Um, meow. No. Meow. No. Meow. No. I wonder if Slenderman got copyrighted at some point because no one's putting his full name in anything that they make. Slendy? Yeah, they're Slender. like Slender Page Nine. <laughs> okay. Um, so I feel like I can't talk about Slenderman and not talk about the Waukesha stabbing. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it that way. White? <laughs> they were white. She was white. The, girls the white were girl white. murders. <laughs> the whiteies. Are made- 31st, 2014, two 12-year-old girls in, I think it's Waukesha, Wisconsin, 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 okay, we have no listeners in Wisconsin, they're like, oh, I'm never listening again, aggressively (laughs) eating their cheese, (laughs) (laughs) on May 31st, 2014, two 12-year-old girls in Waukesha, Wisconsin, Held down and stabbed a twelve-year-old <gasps> classmate nineteen uh, times. Times. <laughs> My accent came out a little bit. I'm laughing. I'm just so <laughs> You're like, haha. My accent. Sorry. R.I.P. Little girl. I was trying to be light, you know, because this is light about the brutal. child on child murder. <laughs> Trigger warning. Michelle, yeah, too late. Michelle, you happen to be laughing a lot too. I've noticed. I'm laughing at Brandy. Seems inappropriate. <clears throat> Anyways, I'm cutting out your con meow. <laughs> you guys should let me edit every bad joke I make. I cut out every bad joke you make. I keep it in, and then me making fun of you. <laughs> when questioned later by authorities, they reportedly claimed that they wished to commit a murder as the first step to becoming proxies for the Slenderman. Ew. They also said they were afraid that Slenderman would kill their families if they did not commit the murder. After the two girls thought they did the deed, they left the 12-year-old for dead. The victim crawled out of the woods to a roadway where she was able to flag down a passing cyclist who alerted authorities. Oh, shit. Um, Actually, these little girls were freaking crazy. They were so sad. 19 times? Both attackers have been diagnosed with mental illnesses. It didn't say... Which illnesses, but, like, it did say that they had to, like, postpone their trial because they were, like, yo, they, they insane. Holy so they, shit. like, postpone. Psychosis? <laughs> <laughs> and then they were both have been, like, were facing up to 65 years in prison before, like, they were held incompetent to wow. stand trial. I mean, fuck. It's a hard one because they're so young, but at the same time. You almost what the girl did didn't she die, die, did she? No, she didn't. Okay, okay, you won't. They definitely had intent to kill her, though. Planned yeah, intent, definitely. right? Like they invited her to a sleepover, right? Yep. Uh, yeah, it's wild. Um, but one of the girls reportedly said Slenderman watches her, can read minds, and could teleport. 
And I don't know if it was the same girl, but one of them also said, or it might have been the same one, but she said that she conversed with Lord, Lord Voldemort <laughs> and one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm trying so hard not to laugh. Oh, yeah. no, no, no. Which of the Ninja Turtles told her to kill her friend? It doesn't say. It just says <laughs> Donatello. <one of> them. <laughs> the he's always He's always Ralph. You know, it's always the quiet ones, though, baby. <laughs> Donatello is scheming. Dude. But he's smart. Exactly. Smart enough to get away with Smart it. Smart enough to get away with <laughs> it. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm just kidding. Anyways, both girls, both, both, <laughs> both girls were eventually found competent to stand trial and were both institutionalized in a mental hospital. Good. And Eric Nunson actually made a statement in 2014 after the stabbing happened. The He's, girl who was stabbed? The, no, the, the guy who, like, created it. Oh, okay. My he bad. actually, like, came out with a statement. And he was like, I am deeply saddened by the tragedy in Wisconsin, and my heart goes out to the families affected by this terrible act. And that's all he ever said. He like, should have just said, it's not real. Yeah, it's not <laughs> real. I'm not... Imagine it is. It's like a half-assed statement. <laughs> Wait, um, question. You said it was 2013 or 12? 14. 2014? We're Neither around. of the above. <laughs> okay, my bad. We were around like 15 and 16 at the time it happened, so that's only like a year or two older. You know that, right? I was 18 and they were 12. No, they were 14. They stabbed a 12-year-old. They were, no, they were, oh, they were all 12. I have really bad. <laughs> I have really bad listening just, skills. I I look at the big gap of silence. <laughs> we just like stared at each other. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know where you, you got to. I'm sorry. I, I was have, only five years older than these girls. <laughs> I have poor listening skills. I think. Yes. Wait. Imagine this though. You. <laughs> okay. okay. What's this one? No, it's completely different. So you know how we always watch scary movies, and there'll be a little kid who sees something evil. There's you know like a ghost, and they're like, "Mom, Dad." I see that demon in, like, the basement, and then mom and dad would be like, no, no, and then we're watching the movie, and we're like, how do you not see it? Like, why don't you listen to your kid? Why don't you move out? Oh, the what if, Slenderman? Yeah, what if the person who created Slenderman is because he had seen someone like Slenderman, or he had seen Slenderman, and he created it, or he created the images, and the little girl I was, was going to say, him. his statement, he did not denounce that he was, like, he a didn't, fake creature or anything. Yeah. He was like, well, I'm sad about it. Like, with, I believe... Like, all the, like, fictional shit, mm-hmm. it stems from some truth. Something real. Like, yeah. aliens, like... Maybe not the no-face dude, but... Yeah, they're, if they're heard from all around the world, like, a certain figure, then, mm-hmm. I mean, there must be some truth to it. There's, there's something creepy out there walking in the woods, maybe. Yeah. I mean, whether it be... What is it? What's that other thing that's in the woods, Michelle? Bigfoot. No, the one thing you talked about, like, the Wendigo. I'm like big. Fan. Whether it be like the Wendigo is mistaken for Slenderman, and they're like the Have same you heard sort of, of Skinwalkers. I'm sorry, what, Brandy? Uh, <laughs> nah, I'll leave that for another. <laughs> now I'm enticed. <laughs> Can you just like tell us like a little? Cause I'm curious. No. Okay, you don't. Fine, okay. whatever. Okay. <laughs> Next week, Brandy's gonna have a Brandy's gonna have a full feature episode talking only about Skinwalkers. Me and Michelle aren't gonna be. We're not going to be here. Listening. You're going to let yourself into my apartment and record this on your own. Mm-hmm. That's nice. <laughs> um, anyways, after the Waukesha stabbing, there was a moral panic. Parents all over were worried. The police chief of Waukesha warned, this should be a wake-up call for all parents that the internet is full of dark and wicked things. I think the wake-up call came the first time a child was lured by a pedophile murdered, so... 
Ooh. Not the yeah. Slenderman. <laughs> Definitely the internet can be dark, especially when it's in little kids' hands. Like Michelle and I and our friends when we were younger on the internet. You guys, you don't you don't want to know the websites we'd go to. Terrible. We shouldn't have been allowed then. We shouldn't have been allowed. We were we were watching Meat Spin. We watched Two Girls One Cup. All that bad we stuff. We were on Omegle. Omegle. Guys are just answering with their penises out. Yeah, we seen, we seen it all out there, guys. It's a dark place. I've definitely interacted with pedophiles now. I think back. Oh yeah, for sure. Damn, white girls be wild, and I never right? had yeah. the uh, privilege the, to the do luxury. that. The luxury. The <laughs> luxury. The privilege to talk to pedophiles on Amigo. <laughs> it was truly a privilege. <laughs> well, I guess that was the wrong I word. I know. The privilege. The privilege. They'd be like 26, I'd be 15, they're like, it's okay. Yeah. Ew. Ew. Disgusting. Hindsight is 2020. <laughs> um, there's, there's, if you guys want to know, there's actually still a few more stories. Related yeah. Ooh, yes. They're really short. Um, after hearing the story of like those the stabbing, an unidentified woman from Seattle, Cincinnati, Ohio, Seattle, <laughs> told a TV reporter in June 2014 that her 13-year-old daughter had attacked her with a knife, and had written a macabre fiction, yeah, some involving some. the Slenderman. Who the mother said motivated the Little attack. girls to be crazy, bro. For real. <laughs> Actually, it is mostly girls. The other story happened on September 4th, 2014. A 14-year-old girl in Port Ritchie, Florida, allegedly set her family's house on fire while her mom and 9-year-old brother were inside. Oof. Did they die? Police reported that the teenager had been reading online stories about Slenderman, and, as well as at Sushi Ukubo's MAGA Soul Eater. Mag- mm. Magna? Wait, what? Anime. Anime. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> I have no idea if I'm supposed to understand what you just said or not. Um, I don't think they died, though. It says okay. alleged. Wow. She probably couldn't get the fires like because she was like a baby. Or she probably did, but the mom smelled acted, it or heard it or whatever. Acted quickly. Good. Pulled a Helen Keller on him. It almost reminds me of like the Blue Whale Challenge. Like some of, you know, like... We talked about that when you weren't here. Mm -hmm. Well, I listened to it, okay? So I can talk about it now. It reminds me of the Blue Whale Challenge. Like, maybe, uh, like it could be similar where they're like, light your house on fire, cut something, or stab someone, and it keeps getting progressively worse and worse. I don't know. The internet's a scary place, to be honest. It is scary. Be careful. Just read books, honestly. Just Just read books. It's going to be scary, too. There's this one Stephen King book that's inspired school shootings so much that they don't publish anymore. Yeah, don't read Stephen King. Cause don't I, read. Don't look at anything. Close I, your eyes. No, no, I meant don't read Stephen King if you're a scaredy cat. Cause I, I, re- I read some of his books and I, I'll ha- whenever I'm reading them, I'll get regular nightmares, like nightly. As so. well as don't read if you're a scaredy cat. Don't read it if you're a sociopath. <laughs> They'll inspire yeah, you. Apparently. Well, oh gosh. After I read Pet Cemetery, I was like on a spree where all I was reading was like scary novels, and I read Pet Cemetery, and I couldn't read them for like two years because that book freaked me out so much. I was living with my nieces who were like kids at the time, and it terrified me. Yeah, we won't spoil Pet Cemetery because that they just made a remake of it like just a year three ago. years ago. No, three, was, I think it was a couple. It was a year ago because I saw it last year. It's been a long year. It's been a long six months. Yeah, I don't know time. <laughs> I don't even know the date. Well, I guess that's all on all things Woody. Am I right? <laughs> so if you want to follow us, <laughs> just straight up cut her off. All right. Um, our Instagram is Tales from Beyond Podcast. All things bushy. 
<laughs> Brandy's drinking soda. I didn't know that Brandy would spit it Brandy's out. Brandy's already gotten salad all over my floor. I'm just a vacuum. Now soda what? too. I'm weird. I didn't say anything. But I saw pieces of lettuce a couple times and I was really? like, I'll vacuum. You would like chew and I don't know. It would just fling up your Okay. No, it's okay. I need a vacuum anyway. Don't shame Brandy. Okay. I apologize for you getting food on my floor. <laughs> Forgive me. Never eat in this house again. <laughs> so you can follow us on Instagram at Tales of Me on Podcast. Our email is Tales of Me on Podcast at gmail.com. Our website is Tales of Me on Podcast.com. And our Twitter is spooky underscore beyond because we had to switch it up on you. Um, to make it even more complicated, guys. Yeah. Just so like to make it complicated. hopefully we'll be coming at you next week or within the next couple weeks with a Pride and Black Lives Matter episode because we think that's important to talk about. We're still a little late to the game, so sorry about that. We do, and um, I think we told you guys last episode, but we're we've been trying to record in advance. So if there are like a delay in the kind of announcements we're doing in each podcast episode, it's because we're filming. A yeah, like who knows if we'll actually even post this as our twentieth or twenty first. We'll find out. We'll if it's see. our twenty first, it would still be hilarious to keep all the whatever we talk, talk about. <laughs> whatever we talk about, we'll make sure to take it off. Yes. Okay. Always. Catch you next week. All right. Bye, bye guys. Bye. Peace. Peace.